Welcome to the Runners Who Wine podcast. I'm your co-host, Nicole, a certified personal trainer, runner, and self-proclaimed wine connoisseur. And with me is the always amazing Anne-Marie. She's a DVRT master instructor, fellow runner, and wine lover. This podcast is your jam if you're looking for authentic, unfiltered product reviews, information on all things running, and real talk regarding everything that fuels our runs, including a big old glass of wine. So pour yourself a glass and let's get started. Hello, Anne-Marie. Hi, Nicole. How are you? I'm good. Do you like when I sing your name? I do. I always look forward to hearing oh, it. My, my, oh, wait. My, is that... My, is oh, that uh, my dogs do not like it. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> stop it. You mom. have a terrible voice, mom. <laughs> like my ears hurt. They're sensitive. Aw. <laughs> Poor puppies. <laughs> So I guess I should stop doing that. All pretty then. Oh, man. Anyway, I'm going to drown my sorrows for my terrible voice in some wine. Um, I am as well because not only is it happy hour right now, it is Friday for us. Yeah. Yeah, I've been waiting for a Friday all week. I'm not going to lie. I, I feel like every week I'm like working for the weekend. It's terrible. I, once I get to Thursday, I kind of give up. I'm going to be totally honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> fuck it it's friday fuck it yeah all right it's friday in my mind (laughs) so i call it friday junior (laughs) friday it's gonna go into adult friday sure well so what are you drinking this is going downhill fast i am drinking a malbec from argentina it is called tall dark stranger oh Sounds like something I want to drink of. <laughs> it's cool. It's like a tall bottle, like mm. taller than a normal wine bottle. It's dark. I mean, it's a red wine, and most red wine bottles are dark anyway. But and it has very fancy little script handwriting. And, of course, I'll read you the description. <clears throat> are you ready to meet your total dream wine? Rich and deeply satisfying, this Malbec never disappoints. Dark, juicy, smooth, and silky. Fulfill your wildest wine dreams. Sip it with something or someone delicious. Oh. Yeah. What a suggestive description. I know. And you can find it at talldarkwines.com. So I'm, mine is also red today. Whoa. Um, I know. That's a first. I've been on a red kick. I'm not going to tell you what number bottle this is this week, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm on a kick. I'm more domestic though. I did... I'm from California, apparently, this week. It's from Napa, which I know that I mentioned it before, but I will be running Ragnar Napa Valley in less than a month. So jealous. Yeah, I'm really excited. But this is the Vinted and Bottled by Bread and Butter, um, and it is a Cabernet Sauvignon 2016. The description says, classic California Cabernet Sauvignon with hints of rich vanilla, toasted oak, and mocha. Perfect when enjoyed with good food and company. Mm, that sounds yep. lovely. Mm-hmm. You can find it on breadandbutterwines.com. Nice. We should start finding wines to sponsor our <laughs> podcast. Right? <laughs> hey, all you wine companies listening to this podcast, send us wine. We'll shout it out. Yeah. And drink it. <laughs> and drink it. Oh, um, yeah, that'd be nice. 
So you are just, you're in like the beginning phases of marathon training, right? I am. I have my, it should be my third long run, but it ha- it's going to be my second long run because I got so sick that first right, week, right. as you know. Um, but yeah, I have a 10 miler this weekend. Yeah. So yeah, I, you're not sounding like you're feeling it. From the inflection in your voice. I I really enjoy my long runs. I do. It's just, um, and it's finally getting cooler here in Texas, but it is still warm or it's, it's still too warm to run in the afternoon for me. So that means I have to wake up early and I'm just not a fan of waking up before the sun is up on a Saturday, but it's the sacrifice we make to pay money to run a race to win a metallic thing that goes around your neck. Yeah. Yep. It, that is so true. Um, <laughs> I, I think I'm used to it now just because of having kids. You end up waking up early to get your long runs in anyway, or you're up regardless in the morning. So it's like, well, I'd rather be out on a run by myself than like, you know, dealing with chaos or whatever on a Saturday morning. But I also, I'm not marathon training, but I'm half marathon training. And since I am running Napa, that involves like a little bit more training just because the, you're doing three different runs over like a, you know, 24, 36 hour period, whatever. Um, so I have been, I did a half marathon in Placid this last weekend and I think I have 12 miles this weekend. So, and we should talk about that half marathon for just a second because you crushed it. I did. So my previous half marathon, the 1812 half, I ran in 159.57 and I got my official, official results, uh, in an email like yesterday. And I ran this most recent one in 150.45. Yeah. So I felt amazing when I finished. I didn't feel like I was dying at any one time. It was a rolling hills type of course, and I loved every second of it. Nice. It sounds lovely. It is. Yeah, that's going to be an annual race for me for sure. Um, and then the next one I have coming up is a Syracuse half, which is also kind of hilly. But that's your PR half, isn't it? Uh, it was until it was. Uh, it was for a while. And then I PR'd in after that uh, at a race in Central Park in New York. And then I oh, that's right. My newest PR, my actual PR PR, I guess, is from the 3M half that was in January of this year. Nice. Yeah. So that was a good time. Probably not too hot. No, it was actually really nice. It was like 60 something degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a net downhill course. So Perfect. yeah, yeah. I'm like, I have hopes of beating that uh, at one of these next races that I have, but we'll see. So, all right, we're talking about training. Obviously, we're both long distance runners and we're both training for longer distance races right now. But as you know, with all the things that come up in life, we were just talking before we started recording this podcast, just about how busy we are with like stupid stuff. What, how do you, there's times where you, (laughs) we're busy with stupid stuff, like all the things that pay the bills, (laughs) stupid stuff, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you end up having to find ways to, sometimes you have to cut corners or save some time, um, what, what do you do? I mean, we both kind of work from home, but there, we still <laughs> end up having to use some time-saving tactics when life gets in the way. Yeah, what totally. Is- I mean, if, if I can't, if I don't wake up early to do my workouts oh my God. and then I end up getting slammed with a busy day, I, one, regret not waking up early to do my workout, 
Yeah. But two, I then try to figure out how I can still get a workout in, even though I no longer have time. Right. So <laughs> yeah, there are a few ways, especially, you know, this is a running podcast, so we'll relate it to running. But when it comes to your runs, there are a number of things that I do when I only have a short amount of time to do a run to still make it effective and worth my time. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like if I only have like 20 minutes to get in a good workout, I don't want to just go out for a slow and easy two mile run when right. like, you know, maybe I had five on the schedule and now I only have time for two. So how do I make that those two miles the most effective? Um, so sprints are, you know, one, they're fast and short, <laughs> which is what we're talking about, Right. but they're also effective if you're, if you're really short on time, instead of just going at a steady pace, you know, push yourself to go fast and do some sprint intervals. Yes. Um, and I, and I, I could do that on the treadmill or outside, you know? Yeah. I mean, I find if I'm crunched and I want to do sprints. I, I, some, I mean, I have a treadmill and I'm not lazy cause I do like outside workouts, but if I'm going to do, if I can't make it to the track, I like a flatter surface. So I will do a lot of like, just even like a sprint or an interval workout on the treadmill where you're like two minutes fast, one minute slow. And it, it can be 27 minutes and I'm like toasted, but at least I'm practicing, you know, my race pace or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You're, it's still a worthwhile workout. It's not like right. you were just you know, otherwise why even do it? Right. So, so it has to be, um, there has to be a purpose to it. And so what other tips do you have? Um, so along the same lines as sprints, you could do some sort of combo workout. So if you're short on time and it's a cross training day, um, or, or a running day, you could do a kind of combo strength and run workout. So again, incorporating sprints, but then, you know, doing a one minute sprint and then dropping down and doing, 30 push-ups and then getting right. back up and doing one minute sprint and then doing, you know, 30 jump squats. So just incorporating different moves. So you get in a total body workout, even when you're yep. short on time. I've done that. I, I like those types of workout. Like there's times where I'll try to do like a, a total, you know, a cross training workout on Monday and then a workout on Tuesday, a cross training workout on Wednesday. I alternate, but there are days and it, and I've been, like I said, busy with stupid things lately. So like Mondays haven't worked out for me always, which I hate, but on Tuesdays I'll do like a combo where I'll do my run and then I'll do my strength training at the end of it. So maybe Monday I didn't get in what I needed to get in, but now on Tuesday I've, you know, kind of warmed up with my tempo run and now I'm gonna add in like those heavier like string training stuff so I'm like my effort is all on one day so I'm kind of conserving it in the week does yeah. that make sense yeah that's that's actually really smart because it's you can't go ham at every workout you'll burn out no 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 you can't so like and then Wednesday obviously would be more of like a lighter day for something or even an active rest day and then I can go and do an effort on Thursday and then a long run on Saturday so nice yeah. you got a good that's little schedule going I try. Um, you mentioned something else, I think, before when we were talking about it, um, about the route, too, which I thought was really smart. Yeah. If you so maybe you don't know how much time you have, but you think you might be called into a meeting or you you know you have to do three miles, but you're not sure exactly how long it's going to take you. And you know you only have 25 minutes. But sometimes you're if you're having a great day, your three mile run could take you 25 minutes. And if you're having a slower day, it could take you 45 minutes. So if you just find a short loop 
near your house or your office or whatever it is that you, wherever you need to be and just do whatever run you need to do around that loop. That way you can stop whenever you need to and get to where you need to be faster. Mm-hmm. I, I think that is smart. We did that. I, in my training group, I have the nonprofit running club. We did for the first, like when our runs were shorter, we would do loops. So like there'd be people there that only really wanted to do three miles, but others that wanted to do six. So we would do three, drop them off and then carry on with the other additional three miles. And it, it was nice cause it broke it up a little bit, but it also kind of like gave people flexibility to be like, okay, crap. Now I got to get to grocery shopping. Thanks for like letting me join you type of thing. Yeah. And I think that's, I think it's great that you do that. I, I love when running groups give you options. Um, I'm actually running with a long run group tomorrow and they're doing 12 miles and I'm only supposed to do 10. So I'm hoping that there'll be somebody else in the group that is going to do a shorter route with me. Otherwise, like, I don't want to get stuck somewhere when they're at their 10 mile mark. That's still two miles away from where we started. Right. So, right. Hopefully they'll do some sort of out and back so you can like turn around at five miles. Yeah. True. True. Because um, I won't be short on time, but I don't want to do 12 miles when I'm only right. supposed to do 10. Right. Right. Makes sense. You got to stick to your plan. Stick to my plan. And also, like, that's two miles I'll never get back. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Come on. You don't need to be an overachiever here. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Other time-saving tips. Um, say you wake up late and, you know, you hit snooze one too many times and you got to get to work. If you live in an area where you can do this, if it's feasible, maybe you can run to work. That way you can get your workout in while still getting to work and you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. And I know you're like, but then I'll show up to work and I'll be sweaty and gross and disgusting. There are a number of products out there, like um, if your office or wherever you're going does not have a shower. There are things called um, like body wipes, like Shower Pill is one company that makes them. And you use one wipe and you can kind of like wipe off your whole body and it's really refreshing. It'll wipe off all the sweat and stink. Um, and then, you know, you just run with a little backpack with a change of clothes or leave a change of clothes at your office. Right. Um, if you end up hitting snooze all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a bad idea. I, I don't, I work from home. I, all, you know, I'm have my house accessible, but doing the relays, the Ragnar relays, a lot of people are like, oh man, I'm going to shower at the exchange. I'm like, okay, good for you. I'm going to use my shower pill. And people are like, that doesn't that, you know, they question if it feels clean after, like if you still feel gross. And I don't, I, I'll shower it. Honestly, like the shower pill, I feel pretty well cleaned off after, and then I'll use dry shampoo in my hair. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, dry shampoo and, you know, perfume and some makeup goes a long way. Face wipes. So you could like, yes. you know, have a bag of that type of stuff left at your work if, you know, kind of plan ahead if that's what you're going to do. Yeah. Could call on the face wipes and the dry shampoo. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Um, and then you had a great tip for if it's your long run day and you end up like you say you're it's time to do your 20 mile run and you just don't have three hours of solid time to do it all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, you said maybe you can break it up. Yeah. I mean, I've had to do that in the past and I, I mean, I, I wouldn't do it for every single training run that your long distance run, but if there's people that do it and they'll do six in the morning and six in the afternoon at lunch or at night or whatever, just breaking it up throughout the day just to get their miles in. And it's, I think it works just fine. 
Yeah, I actually saw something recently that said, because there was, um, someone was asking, like, can I break up my run? Is it going to mess up my training if I break up my long run? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm no expert on the science behind it, but um, I was reading that as long as you do all of the miles within a 24-hour time frame, yes. mm-hmm. it should basically have the same effect as if you're doing it all at once. And I think my guess as to the reason behind that is that your body hasn't fully recovered yet. If right, you're your doing, legs aren't. Right. Yeah, your le- all your muscles haven't recovered yet, so you're still putting them under that stress of endurance. Mm-hmm. That um, makes sense. That would be my guess. And then, you know, I wouldn't do 10 miles on Friday morning and then 10 miles on Sunday morning, but I think you can do... 10 miles on Saturday morning and then 10 miles Saturday afternoon or evening. Yeah, I agree for sure. Um, I don't know if there's any other like time saving tips. Did you mention anything else? I'm like totally drawing a blank today. Um, other than like when you're actually running and getting ready and all that stuff, I think other just small things like uh, sleeping in your running clothes so that you can yeah, basically I've done that just, like, wake up and I, go. I, okay, that's everybody laughed at me. I like one of the first blog posts I wrote, like how to like it was like something about morning motivation. I don't even remember the blog title, but it was you know ways to kind of get yourself going in the morning if you're not a morning person. And I used to literally sleep in my running clothes, and I'm not joking with you. Like I might, it might like have to put my tights on or something like that, but. I would have like the tank top on. I don't mind sleeping in sports bras. I'm weird. But like I or I would have it laid out on the bed next to me. So I could just literally roll over and be like, I'm out and put on my socks and have my watch, you know, either on or because I have the new Phoenix 5S and I love it. But um, mm. you can either wear your watch to sleep if you're tracking your sleep or you could just grab it from the nightstand and you're good to go. Like if you're prepared ahead of time, that's going to save time in the morning because I think the last thing you want to do at 5 a.m. is try to find your clothes and your watch and your headphones and whatever else. Yeah, I always lay out my long run outfit because I do my long run super early and it does one it helps me get up and going like I don't have to look around for stuff when I'm groggy but also Will is still sleeping and the dogs are still sleeping right so I don't want to be like rummaging through all the drawers Mm -hmm. um so yeah I just I'd get everything out I get the contacts that I'm gonna wear I put my toothbrush in a separate bathroom um I get my shoes my watch my clothes my gels um and then so basically I just throw on my clothes I grab something to eat I fill up I put water in my little hydration pack and I go there you go perfect yeah yeah yep so that does save time it sounds stupid but I've wasted like a good half an hour in the morning trying to find stuff before just because you know I got home late and wasn't prepared or whatever and it it throws off my game a little bit like it makes me not (laughs) to go for my run because I'm annoyed totally I also tend to waste a lot of time on runs, like stopping for pictures. (laughs) Oh my God. So I'm not alone. So (laughs) I mean, if you don't Instagram it, it didn't happen. Nope. But when you're short on time, you don't have to Instagram it and it's okay. We believe you that it happened. I I honestly, like I wasted so much of my life taking Instagram running photos and I'm not even joking with you. I've stopped a little bit more recently because I just really didn't, I don't know, I was getting frustrated and it was so hot here. Like I had, I didn't have the 
patience to like stop and run past the camera a thousand times to get a good picture but I'll probably start again yeah I I I feel kind of weird stopping here like when I lived in New York City I never really cared all that much about like putting my phone on the ground and trying to take a picture or like talking mm-hmm. to my phone mm-hmm. camera as I'm walking down the street because everybody's do doing it. Everybody it. does it. Yeah. But now I'm like, I live out in the suburbs and there are a lot of people, like people walk their dogs. It's a really active community. There are a lot of other runners, mm-hmm. but nobody's just walking down the street, like talking to Instagram on their phone. So I feel weird. So funny. But anyway, that was a tangent. Save time on your run. Don't By worry about the picture. <laughs> Oh my god. So funny. <sighs> yeah, I don't know what else um what else to do. I mean, maybe have your like post-run meal planned so you can just when you get home like grab it and go. Um Yeah. And don't yeah, and don't... don't beat yourself up over it like it happens. We all we all get short on time. Just do what you can. Try to make it a good workout, a good run, and that's all you can do at the moment. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up for it if you can't, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Like all I have, um, like I said, this you had a lot of like the genius ideas for sure. <sighs> it's all that tall, dark stranger wine. It must be. It must be. <laughs> and I've also been short on time all a lot time. lately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh it's it's okay, it happens. Also, yeah. like if you're not into sprints, like find a hill, just something challenging. Uh, yeah to make it harder yeah yep yes ma'am I'm that'll right be my last you. like two cents I threw in oh yeah and hills <laughs> and hills <laughs> oh wait that's not, it's not like dropping a bomb or anything <laughs> hills Hills. <laughs> oh, oh man, I think this wine's going to my head. I think we're spiraling. <laughs> Spiral squad. Oh my god. Anyway, I right. hope you guys okay. enjoy this short podcast for when you're short on time, and we will catch you in a couple weeks for another awesome episode. And if you own a wine company or oh, yeah. <laughs> have any wine that you want to send our way, hit us up. <laughs> All right, we will (laughs) see you soon. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, bye. Be sure to check out the show notes for everything we chatted about today. And for more from me, Nicole, check out fitfulfocus.com and from Anne-Marie at thefitfoodiemama.com. And for any questions, you can email us at runnerswhowine, that's wine like the beverage, at gmail.com.